from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Monday here in Sin City, and you are watching Wager Talk here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Welcome Zumo viewers, Stir viewers, Pluto TV viewers, iHeartRadio Network listeners, and all of you listening on our podcast outlets. This is your Sports Central for betters. My name's Ted Savransky. They call me Teddy Covers at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. Joined by Ralph Michaels, like I'm joined every day by Ralph Michaels, every weekday by Ralph Michaels, at CalSportsLV on Twitter. On today's show, let's just put it this way, it's loaded. All right, Arthur DeCesar from the Link Sportsbook, one of the Caesars properties here in Las Vegas, will join us uh, at approximately 40 past the hour. We're going to talk all four NFL playoff games in terms of recap form from what we learned this past weekend. We're going to break down the two, take a first look at the two championship games, talk about Super Bowl future odds. And yeah, I understand there appears to be some kind of a national championship game tonight of some sort, LSU Clemson. We'll spend a whole lot of time talking about that, as well as the props, but we're not going to forget college hoops and we're not going to create NBA. That's not true. We are forgetting college hoops because there's nothing going on on today's college hoops hard. But we'll still talk NBA. Let's get into it. Bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. A recap of what just happened. What did we just see? Well, we'll start with the last thing we saw, which was a missed two-point conversion being all the difference, whether you had Seattle or Green Bay in that ballgame. And, Ralph, I've said it 100 times. I'll say it 1,000 before I'm done. There is no more important point spread play in football than the two-point conversion. Yesterday, the Seahawks did not execute, and that ended up being a big difference maker. You had Green Bay minus four, minus four and a half in your pocket. There were plus fives with Seattle, a handful of them, at kickoff, but not a lot. The bottom line, Packers dominant early, hang on late, and a couple of you know, iffy calls, but more importantly, a couple of gutsy throws from Aaron Rodgers help them run out the clock at the end. Absolutely. And, you know, Teddy, even in being in this business as long as I have, you know, we know there was money that the difference of monies that was was changed or did not change because of that two-point conversion. That's why I love our guests, because that's the first question out of my mouth is, how much money changed with that Seattle play not, you know, n- not not uh, converting the two-pointer? And we talk about it. You know, sometimes there's a game that comes down to the wire. Did you have the right side? Did you have the wrong side? And there's always this group of games for all these news betters that keep watching our shows. There's sometimes that, you know, it's a, it's a coin toss. Which side was the right side? It comes down to a two-point conversion. You know, other games... The Tennessee, there's a clearly right side, wrong side. I'm not so sure in this game there was that clear-cut right and wrong side. Well, I cashed my ticket with the Packers, minus four and a half. Uh, and up 21 to three and a half, up 28 to 10. I thought I had the right side. Turned out to be quite a sweat at the end. Russell Wilson was brilliant down the stretch of the campaign. And while Lamar Jackson's going to win MVP, Russell Wilson has to be in that conversation. He was outstanding again yesterday just came up a little bit short at the end of the defense didn't get the call or the the spot that they wanted uh late in the ball game which made all the difference allowed Aaron Rodgers and company to take a knee and run out the clock with the five point win Packers and over favorite and over 
Favoring over the early game yesterday, and that was something. Uh, 24-0 Texans lead early. That was gone by halftime, Ralph. It's one thing you got a 24-0 lead and you slowly grind and bring. You know, they're up 24 to nothing, and then you blink, and I mean, we could talk about Bill O'Brien's decision to go for the go for the fake punt. Okay. We can talk about his decision to kick a field goal on fourth and inches when they're up 21-0 and in position to completely dominate that game. But after Kansas City got punched in the face and then kneed in the gut, I mean, they took a haymaker from tennis, uh, from a Houston. Well, they had the lead at halftime and scored on seven consecutive, scored touchdowns on seven consecutive drives. And Patrick Mahomes once again answered the question, who's the best quarterback in the NFL? Chiefs, impressive. A 51-7 runout against the Texans after that early 24-0 deficit. Eddie, you know, it's nice when you have the over and it's over at halftime. That's yeah, one of the is. few luxuries of sports betting. You know what? You're sitting and you're watching a game. Uh, I am not sure I've ever seen such a clear swing of emotion after that first touchdown than when they were about to score the other. I mean, I don't think there was a person that – Again, I'd be interesting to see live betting. How many people still ended up live betting Houston to bet? Because to me, when they scored that second touchdown and it was 24-14, it was the Chiefs game to win, no question. Yeah, it was after the fake punt. I mean, if you're looking for the one momentum, so you know the the biggest point of change, I thought that was the biggest one. And after that, it was all KC. The uh, I saw the Chiefs at as high as plus 10.5 in-game. I uh, didn't see him any higher than that, uh, but uh, <laughs> that makes an attractive wager, no question. Titans and under on Saturday night, a Ravens no-show. I mean, literally, a no-show from Baltimore. And here's the craziest thing, okay? Baltimore punted once. They scored 12 points and punted once. 0 for 4 on third downs, uh, uh, sorry, on fourth downs, and the three turnovers, and, uh, <laughs> missed, and the field goals. And they moved the ball all game. They just didn't put it in the end zone. Titans, 24, 28 to 12, Titans and under on Saturday night. Teddy, you know, I'm going to look at the break. I don't know how many games where an NFL team has had 29 first downs and 530 yards and lost the game. We're going to have that answer right after the break. But I will tell you this. If you watch closely, the shots of Lamar Jackson him F-bombing after Tennessee scored. You saw the immaturity with Lamar Jackson after they got down. It was a position they hadn't been in all year, and it was clearly the difference in the game, in my opinion. Yeah, Lamar Jackson did not react well. Uh, that fourth and one QB sneak where he decided that he couldn't make it around the right, went up the middle, oh, that was as ugly as it gets. He could have made it around the right-hand side. And, of course, the 49ers defense dominated. Kirk Cousins and company San Fran had, uh, uh, Minnesota had five first downs, Ralph, going to their final drive of garbage time. Please. You know, domination. Domination. Yeah, that, I mean, that was, it really was San Fran defensive dominance. We'll talk Super Bowl future odds when we come back right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. You can find us on YouTube at SportsGrid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. On YouTube, check out SportsGrid Network. On Instagram, check out at SportsGridTV. Again, on YouTube, SportsGrid Network. On Instagram, at SportsGridTV. Please give us a follow today. Thank you. Ralph, during the break, you went through your database and found some interesting information. What you got on Teams? In the playoffs that have 29 first downs or more and 520 yards or more, my hunch is they're probably pretty good ATS and very few of them have scored 12 points or fewer. Well, you know, Teddy, I just looked in football in general since 1989, and there were 64 teams at home that had 29 or more first downs and 520 total yards. Of those 64, only 10 lost and one pushed 52 one so you know you're looking at you're looking at a percentage now you know one in five 
in the playoffs going back to 2001, this is only the fourth team to have 29 or more first downs and over 520 yards at home. They're the first to lose the game. They're the first to fail the cover. The only other teams with over 28 first downs and 520 yards, 49ers in 2013, Saints in 2012, and Cardinals in 2010. So few and far between is what you're telling me, Ralph. Normally, those teams tend to do a little bit better than Baltimore did on Saturday night. Of course, Part of the hidden success or hidden hidden failure of the Ravens was the fact that they lost the field position battle in that ballgame. All 11 of their drives started from their own 26-yard line or further back. At no point during the game were they given a short field to move the ball against that Titans defense. Let's talk Super Bowl futures. There's only four teams left. We have numbers. There are numbers all over town. Uh, I use the Westgate Superbook numbers here, obviously. Numbers can and will vary based on book to book. That's why I encourage you to have as many accounts as you can. So you can take advantage of whoever offers the best line on the team you're interested in backing. For the Super Bowl right now, we have Kansas City to win it all, plus 110. San Francisco to win it all. That's also 11 to 10. You can call it that way. San Fran is 7 to 5 or plus 140. Tennessee is 15 to 2. That's plus 750. And Green Bay, the long shot of the bunch, they'll be dogs. I wonder if the that's an interesting line to consider. If it was Titans-Packers in the Super Bowl, uh, if both dogs win. But the bottom line is, at the open, Tennessee plus 750 to win it all. Green Bay plus 850 to win it all in the early betting action for NFL Conference Championship weekend. The Titans giving a little bit more respect than the Packers when it comes to a chance to win it all. Now, both you and I, Ralph, talked about Kansas City and New Orleans as the teams we wanted our money on going into the postseason. New Orleans went out early. Not so for San uh, Fran yet, or, or for KC yet, I should say, plus 110. Would you still be interested in the Chiefs at this number if you had nothing in your pocket moving forward? No, I would wait and see because, you know, you're betting now uh, hoping that an injury doesn't occur. Right now, Teddy, to show you the respect the 49ers got at what they did last week, the Super Bowl odds were AFC minus three. The total was 50 and a half. Now it's AFC minus one. So they're saying if KC and San Fran gets there, KC's one point better. That's why they have them at a slight advantage in this. But you know, it, so even Vegas overreacted. Oh, Vegas reacted two points to the 49ers' dominant win with their defense looking that good, moving that Super Bowl line. Yeah, well, that and the fact that the number one seed in the AFC went down in Baltimore. So whoever gets in, even Kansas City, wouldn't be power rated as high as the Ravens were prior to their playoff loss at home to Tennessee uh, on uh, Saturday night. All right. So we talked a little bit about this over on Friday's show. I wanted to bring it up again because there were some quotes here that really stood out to me. And this is from David Purdue's article on ESPN Chalk, where he went and talked to a bunch of odds makers around Las Vegas and talked about what the betting action is like for tonight's national championship uh, game. This is from Jason Scott from BetMGM. Quote, the last time we've seen such a one-sided event was Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. 
That, of course, 2017. We all remember that fight. The public loved Connor. He was a four to one dog. Public lost. Mayweather controlled the fight. Uh, Nick Bogdanovich from William Hill. Current money is about eight to one in favor of LSU. Tickets are about four to one in favor of LSU. Jeff Davis from Caesars. We're going to need Clemson for a whole pile. Uh, he described it like the Seahawks and Broncos game in Super Bowl, what was that, 48, where, quote, the amount of money on Denver from the public was ludicrous. I don't want to say this game has the same field. There hasn't been as much Clemson from some of these sharp guys. All that said, so far today, Ralph, been nothing but sharp Clemson money. Down to four and a half at some books here in Las Vegas. No, the Westgate was dealing four and a half just a few uh, minutes ago uh, and still is. Uh, based on my uh, wager talk live on screen. So it's very clear there is at least some sharp money on Clemson. It's very clear there is at least some sharp money on LSU. Are your sources giving you the same info? And of course, this is coming from an article that was published on Friday. I think anything's changed over the weekend because the consensus numbers that I'm seeing at the sites I normally look for the public Joes versus pros type of stuff I'm not seeing an eight to one ticket count in favor of LSU. I'm saying a lot closer to 50 50. Yeah. And for those that don't know, you go to wagertalk.com and the live odds screen, it has a public percentage on there, which is now down to 55% to LSU. So, I mean, I think we're seeing. I think the biggest bets are starting to come in now. It was Clemson people waiting to see how, line, how high the line would go. And, Teddy, t- when's the last time? We've had a a playoff game, a Super Bowl game, or a championship game where we can legitimately say you could find a four and a half, you could find a five, or you could find a five and a half. That in itself is a rarity. Yeah, certainly not on game day. You know, you'll see those disparities uh, from the openers, but you don't often see that with a mature line two weeks later. All that said, when you're talking about key numbers, and this is an interesting fact because the the broader markets still don't look as five as a meaningful number. And they care less. The difference between four and a half and five and a half is nothing. When you talk to, you know, when I talk to some of the guys that I know that bet, you know, big, uh, they're like, yeah, four and a half, five. And and yet when you look at the numbers, the difference between three and five and a a missed two-point conversion or made two-point conversion turned out to be pretty big in Green Bay, Seattle yesterday. And it could most assuredly be a factor tonight uh, when you talk about uh, historical numbers for five versus, let's say, the last five or ten years with the number of five. Even in college football, it's an important number to get. You'd rather have it, you'd rather lay four and a half with LSU and take five and a half with Clemson than the other way around any day of the week. Absolutely. Now, you know, I, I go through a lot of data and I look and, you know, that five has, was relevant only from 215 on when they moved the, the extra point line back. Prior to that, five was not relevant. So that's the that's the way the game was changed. Missing the extra points, put in more two-point conversions, and changed the dynamics of scoring. College football has held steady throughout the decade because you have the same consistency with two-point conversion and with the extra point. Excellent point, Ralph. And that's, you know, worth mentioning twice, in fact, because the NFL, the extra point has moved back, which makes the five more valuable in college football. The numbers haven't taken a jump where five is. But five, I still rather have, I'd rather lay four and a half than take five and a half. Maybe I'm wired that way. And of course, you say, well, the half don't matter. 
Let's see. If you had Patrick Mahomes over 23 and a half completions yesterday, that mattered. What do you finish with? 23. If you had Russell Wilson over 21 and a half completions yesterday, did that matter? You bet it did. He finished with 21. Not one. Two of the starting quarterbacks yesterday lose their over-under completions by a hook, Ralph. Every half point matters. Every time. Agree? Yeah. Out of 28,000 college football games, Teddy, 799 have finished with a five-point margin. Not many, but enough to look for that four and a half and take the five and a half. Big game breakdowns coming up next. There's a big game tonight. We'll talk about it. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Want to be the next daily fantasy legend? Go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, a limited time, get free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools, and of course, the DailyRoto.com fantasy golf 
optimizer. Don't lay up. Go for the green with Daily Roto. Head to dailyroto.com, enter the promo code GREEN, and access your free seven-day golf membership. That's dailyroto.com, promo code GREEN for your free trial. Dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. And Ralph, I always appreciate the fact that I send you a question and we go on a break. And two minutes later, you come back with the answer for me. And oftentimes, even less than that. So we talked about college football games that finished on five. There were 799 out of more than 28,000. And that's 3%. How, how long is that sample size? Uh, the database is 91 for college. Gotcha. So we're, you know, we're going back a long way. When we're talking about favorites that are touchdown or less, and games that finished by five. So we're not taking out all the 40-point spreads and the 30-point spreads and all of that. Guess what? Even fewer than the 2.8% land on five than you'd already talked about. 1.7% uh, in that regard, correct? Teddy, yeah, I took, I took between the nines. A single-digit dog or a single-digit favorite that won by exactly five. So those were the parameters. So, you know, you, you weren't a double-digit dog, you weren't a double-digit favorite, and you won the game by five. Only 207 out of 12,000 plus, it broke out to be 1.7%. So five, not the keyest number out there. Nonetheless, there's a middle right now on five available for betters should you choose to try for it. Let's talk a little action for tonight. Yeah, I know. We're going to talk the championship game in just a minute. We're going to talk props in just a minute. I felt like we had to talk some some NBA. I'm like, let's put one NBA game in there and break it down. Uh, and there's one good marquee matchup tonight. The Pacers and the 76ers. Indiana minus two, total two, 13 and a half. Both teams dealing with significant injury concerns. Philadelphia without Joel Embiid. Of course, uh, they played pretty well without Embiid <laughs> against the Celtics. And then struggle to follow that up. And Philly, you know, has most assuredly had less success without their big man in the lineup than they've had with him. And beads an impact injury for Philadelphia in a lot of different ways. Not just side, total as well, because he is their low post space taker, shot blocker. I think they get a lot weaker defensively without Embiid on the floor. The Pacers, however, Brogdon is questionable for tonight. And he is their defensive difference maker. So it's worth noting, if Brogdon doesn't play and Embiid doesn't play, the markets might knee-jerk under a little bit here. From a matchup standpoint, I would knee-jerk over without each team's best defensive player, one in the low post and one uh, out in the perimeter. That's an injury worth paying attention to. Malcolm Brogdon, his status Still questionable for tonight for the Pacers. There's also some college football game tonight. I guess we should talk about it a little bit. All right, let's do it. LSU, minus five and a half. Those are down to five right now in most places. As you mentioned, five is a prevailing number as we speak. We have seen money for the dog so far today. Total, let's call it 67 and a half, open 69 and a half. There was heavy money to the under yesterday. Today, we're seeing a little bit of buyback towards the over the public gets in and they're certainly not betting this game under the total. Um, so there you have it. LSU minus five, five and a half total, 67 and a half tigers versus tigers on Monday night football, college style tonight. 
Well, we've talked about it a lot, Teddy, and I'm a firm believer in my power rating numbers. I had Clemson as the better team going into the uh, semifinal rounds. Uh, I certainly can't take Clemson down for winning and covering. Uh, can I raise LSU for perhaps dominating Oklahoma? Yeah, but it's different when you are a double-digit favorite. And a lot of what I do when I look at my power ratings and make adjustments, I take the garbage yards out. I look at what the score is at the half. I look at what the score is in the final. And anyone could, when you're on a run and you're the superior team, you can often run up a score on an inferior foe. LSU was by far the better team. They couldn't cover LSU. To me, I, I think uh, maybe a one-point adjustment for the home edge for LSU. That has LSU a one-point favorite for me in this game. You have the best coach in college football, Dabo Sweeney. You have the best DC in football, Brett Venables. You have a team that's confident off their adjustments against Ohio State. It takes a strong and powerful team to be down 13-0 to, I think, the most talented squad in the country, come back, dominate him in the second half, and win that game. Whereas LSU, yes, they, you know, they look good at who they played against Georgia and Alabama, but given the extra time to prep, I think Clemson stopping LSU is much more likely than me than LSU with coming some new wrinkles to be able to move the ball on Clemson. Uh, I've been on Clemson. Uh, I have them in my pocket. And uh, the funny thing is, as a football fan, now you, you and I know, Teddy, when you're betting on a game, you're never a fan. But for the good of football, I'm not one that likes dynasties. I would rather, as a fan, have LSU win this game. But again, the overreaction from last week's game, just way too strong for me. I think there's much too much value on the Clemson Tigers. I'll be happy to have LSU uh, win the game. I have no money line in my pocket. And oftentimes in games of this magnitude, the single event games at the end of the season, whether it's Super Bowl or the national championship game, you will see a distorted money line in the market because lots of bettors who don't bet come in and bet these games. And the guys who don't bet, they don't want to deal with point spreads. They just want, oh, give me Clemson to win. Give me Clemson to win. So you'll see a distorted line for Clemson on the money line. You're not going to get true value. So I didn't play any money line on Clemson tonight. But of course I put Clemson plus the points in my pocket. And again, I thought of all the points, and I've been listening to hype about this game for two weeks. Of all the points I heard, Ralph, over the last two weeks, the one you said on Monday morning right after <laughs> the game is the one that still makes the most sense to me. It really is. Where you said, you know what? If Clemson had faced Oklahoma, or if Ohio State had faced Oklahoma instead of LSU facing Oklahoma, they would have the big blowout win, and it would have been LSU that was in the tight game, and you would see a point spread that could be a touchdown different from what it is here. Look headline here was LSU minus one. Your powering number is LSU minus one. At plus five, I'm not interested in laying with the favorite, even though they've had ridiculous numbers all year. Let's talk prop shop for tonight. And of all the numbers, this one, I mean, Joe Burrow, these are Caesars numbers, bettable right now uh, at Caesars Entertainment. And we'll ask Arthur to Caesar about him in just a minute. Joe Burrow over under 367 and a half yards, over under three and a half touchdown passes with the over minus 140. That's the highest yardage number I've ever seen prop wise. It's the highest total touchdown numbers for any QB. And that includes like Pro Bowls and stuff. You don't see things like this. 367 and a half. 
Can you play that over, Ralph? Hey, Teddy, before we get to that, take a look at that Wager Talk screen. Look at that four that just popped up. <laughs> a four oh, just popped up on LSU. So, guys, hey, if you want to bet Clemson and you want a five, or if you still can get a five and a half, make sure you do it right this second. Log on to your app and bet it if you want it. It looks like we're going to be at four and a half or five by game time, the way it's moving, in my estimation. Uh, I completely agree, Teddy, on this, on this Joe Burrow. 367. You're looking at a quarterback that had a great game against Georgia. He had 349. You're looking at a quarterback that had a great game against AM. He had 352. Arkansas, 327. Auburn, 321. Mississippi State, 327. Now you're taking on the best defense you faced. And for years past, don't get me wrong, Alabama's defense was superior. Alabama's defense was a shell of itself this year. Clemson yep. and Ohio State had the two best defenses. Clemson's pass efficiency D is number two. Uh, this is my favorite bet on the board. Joe Burrow under 367. But Trevor Lawrence, he's sitting at 295 and a half passing yards for tonight. Over under two and a half touchdowns. The over minus 155. So you got to lay a whole lot of juice. They asked Trevor Lawrence to throw three TDs tonight. Not so much if you want him to get over, get to 296 passing yards. Well, now Lawrence has been trending the opposite way. 296 against Carolina, 302 against Virginia, 259 against Ohio State. If he could pass for 259 against Ohio State, I think he can get to 295 with LSU. And if LSU is going to press the tempo on offense and Lawrence is going to be forced to throw, even though I like Burrow under, I actually would like Lawrence over. So let's talk about the running backs. Travis Etienne over under 94 and a half. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire over under 96 and a half rushing yards. Do you like either of these two RBs to go over or under their total? You know, to me... I don't. I lean. I lean under on both because I think the ways the way the game is going to play out. But I would not bet under on both, especially with ETN. He is so explosive that he can bust a fifty-yard play, and then he's going to get to that number. So uh, I don't find value in either one of those. Yeah, and it's not like Edward Hilaire doesn't have the ability to bust a big one. Uh, he's a speedy guy. The receivers, Jamar Chase over under 100.5 receiving yards. Justin Ross over under 68.5 receiving yards. Justin Jefferson over under 98.5 receiving yards. T. Higgins over under 84.5. Any interest in those props, Rob? Yeah, I like I do like Chase over. I mean, you are gonna he's gonna get targeted ten times. You look at the way he finished the season, 120, 140, 220, 140, 197, and then 41 in the Georgia game. Out of all of those, I do like uh Jamar Chase over the total. We'll get the opposite perspective when we come back from this break. Arthur DeCaesar joins us with a report from the other side of the counter. What's going on with the bookmakers? We'll talk to the link. Sportsbook Supervisor 
from Caesars Entertainment. Arthur Caesar coming up next. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes and stafford and mutual weave for him style and comfort for all even big and tall plus even more for the whole family like levi's and exertion here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc penny make everybody count It's deep dive time here on Wager Talk. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels breaking down the world of sports and sports betting for you on a Monday. There's a pretty big game we're going to talk about right now. Let's bring in Arthur DeCesar from the Link Sportsbook to join us. One of the Caesars properties here in Las Vegas. And no need for any hype for this one, Art. It's a big game tonight. Yes, it is, gentlemen. Pleasure to be here as always. It's Championship Monday. Nothing better. We'll talk about and break down this game thoroughly. Side total props in just a minute, but I want to start in the NFL. And I know Ralph had a question about how much that two-point conversion cost you. Let's start there. Let's go through all four uh, NFL games real quick from the house's perspective, and we'll start with the last one first. Seahawks-Packers. Was that missed two-point conversion in your favor, or did you end up taking a bath on that? 
No, I'd say I wouldn't say we took a bath on that, but that was definitely something where if they could have hit the two point, it would have been great. The Packer game, we did lose money on it, but it wasn't anything where it was anything catastrophic. So not terrible, but definitely a loss on the Packers. And how about uh, how about uh, yesterday's uh, yesterday's second game? The early game. Early game. I'm sorry. Oh, the early. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. So, so, so the Chiefs. We actually ended up slightly winning some money on that because there was a ton of money line action on the Texans and all the teasers. I mean, you know, Texans are up twenty-four nothing, and you're teasing at six, six and a half, seven. You figure, oh, we're covering this on the tease. Nope, didn't happen. So that ended up helping us. So we actually won a little bit of money on the Chiefs game. Do you know what, what what was the highest line you guys had in-game on Casey? I saw plus 10 with the Chiefs. I wasn't sure if you guys got at that high or higher in-game uh, on Kansas City uh, when they were down 24 to nothing. Yeah, you know what? I, honestly, I think it was 11. I think I saw 11 or it could have been 10 and a half, something like that. But, yeah, it, it was right around that as, as your biggest in-game play. Sure. So, I mean, in game, that touchdown moved as much as uh, the game moved like four touchdown plus uh, because at the end uh, it was KC laying 17 and a half uh, when earlier, obviously, uh, they were uh, plus 10 and a half uh, plus 11. Uh, I'm assuming that Saturday night was real good for you guys with the Titans not just winning, winning uh, in pretty dominant fashion. The game staying under the total that killed all the teasers. It killed a lot of the parlays. Uh, I have to think that of the four NFL games this weekend, the Baltimore-Tennessee game was the best one uh, over at the Caesars Sportsbooks and with you uh, over the link. Absolutely, Teddy. hit it right on the head. Tennessee wins outright. Game stays under. I mean, you know, even even if you're giving away Tennessee money line bets, all the money was on the Ravens. It, it was... The Titans was an incredible, incredible uh, win for us. I mean, you know, that put us into the high high six figures it was a very very nice very nice result for us we were we were big derrick henry fans on saturday Art, we know from talking to bookmakers throughout the week that the first playoff game of the weekend always gets the least volume because of the time people have to bet it being in the afternoon on a saturday uh san francisco minnesota who did you end up needing and then recap what the entire weekend finished for you guys as far as the playoffs go yeah, Ralph, so, uh, you know, it's funny that you say that because it's the earliest game, but because it was the Niners, you know, we have such a California feel. We were crazy busy, so I don't think it affected us at all. We had tons of people betting, tons of people in the sports book. So, you know, even that early slot on Saturday, I, I still think we did pretty well as far as our handle goes. 49ers was actually a, a win for us as well, just because of the over-under. Um, that actually helped us. So that was, there was no real loss on that. We actually ended up winning on that. But as far as the overall goes, because the Titan win was such a huge win and we got slight wins on the Niners and Chiefs, it was a very, very good playoff weekend for us. So I have to ask you, before we look at the NFL championship games for this weekend and talk about LSU Clemson tonight, when you guys have a big six-figure win like you had uh, in the uh, Titans-Ravens game, What's it look like in the office? Are you guys dancing around? Are you high-fiving each other? Or is it just business as usual? You know, are you, are, you, are you used to winning like that? Or when you have a decision that's that big, is everybody in a little bit of a better mood back there? No, 
I mean, listen, Teddy, it's nice to have, but you know, we all know this is a day-to-day business and listen, we're not going to start doing backflips yet because we could get pounded tonight (laughs) on the LSU game. So, you know, you, you kind of have to take the good, good with the bad and just roll with the punches and know, all right, we got this one, move on to the next game because that's also Saturday because you know, you never know Sunday you could get your doors blown off. So you really got to take it game by game. No excessive celebration penalty then. No, not for me. I'm cool as a cucumber, so I can only talk for myself. <laughs> you know, I, I'm pretty even keeled, I got to say. All right, let's, uh, let's talk the early look at the NFL championship games. Uh, and here's another question for you, okay? Why is the top game the NFC game when uh, it's the – or uh, yeah, well, why is the top game on the rotation the NFC game when that one starts later? Someone asked me that today, and I didn't know the answer. That's a great question. Uh, I don't know the answer to that either. I have the answer. I have the answer, Teddy. All right. And I have the answer. Because when they list the Super Bowl, they list the AFC on the bottom. So that'll be the second team in the rotation for the championship week. Because the championship games, they have the rotation numbers where they're going to be. But depending on who's in East Coast, West Coast, that's when they set the times. So two different things. Vegas rotation was made with the AFC being the home team in the Super Bowl already, game 498. Therefore, they're the second team in the two championship weekends. That's beautiful, Ralph. <laughs> Look at that, Ralph. I love it when Ralph knows questions that you and I don't know, Art, because you and I know a fair bit. Uh, but let's take an early look at those championship games before we get into the game tonight. San Fran, Green Bay, Tennessee, KC. What did you hang? And where's the early money gone uh, for 49ers, Packers, and Titans, Chiefs? Yeah, so you know what, Teddy? I'm, I'm both the AFC and NFC, the favorites, the Niners and the Chiefs, both open at minus seven. Uh, they're both currently sitting at seven and a half. So both games are right there at the same. We've seen over money on both Packers and uh, Niners is 45 and a half. Titans and Chiefs is 52. So over money on both Niners Packers was split basically until this morning. We started taking a little bit more 49er money and it's been nothing but chief money so far in the AFC. Art, I know people are dying to get to the Clemson game. I just have one more question. You guys are the link. Caesars properties. We're talking Caesars, Bally's. We're talking Paris. We're talking Planet Hollywood. When you talk about your wins, how closely are they comparable to what Caesars did as a property as a whole? Yeah, you know, Rob, that's a great question. I mean, obviously, every property is going to be different because we all hold our big house players, you know, to our specific property. But, you know, it's all going to be fairly close. I mean, I always look at it as just the totality of Caesars because we do work under the umbrella of Caesars. So I look at the whole, you know, scope of things. Unless something was totally, like, off with us and we had a bigger win or loss than what would compare to Caesars as a total, I usually look as, at, at the total of the, all of the Caesars properties. Well, let's get into tonight's game. Everyone's waiting. We've talked about how this line has dropped today. Where is your current number? Where did you open it? And both side in total. Yeah, so, you know, the game opened at LSU minus three. Total was 69 and a half. It touched 70 for a minute. Right now, we're currently sitting LSU minus five. 67 is our total. It's still been pretty good LSU money, you know, since, you know, the line opened basically a month ago. Two to one ticket count on LSU, but we have seen some money, you know, coming on Clemson today, you know, so it's kind of been a little bit. I'll say this you asked a question about, you know, our property in general. At the link, we're actually pretty split. 
So for us at the link, it wouldn't be a bad result either way. But for Caesars as a, as a whole, it's definitely LSU money. So we'll, Caesars as a whole will be rooting for Clemson. And it seems to me, I read some articles, again, uh, David uh, Purdom writes some real good stuff for ESPN Chalk, where he talks to a lot of guys. He was talking about eight-to-one ticket counts and people saying it was like Mayweather, Mayweather-McGregor, where everyone was betting the wrong side of that one. And they were saying it was uh, it was like the Broncos-Seahawks, where everyone, the public was betting the wrong side of that one. I haven't gotten that sense. So Purdom's article is saying this, and he has all these quotes from these sportsbook directors. To me, it feels like... It's a lot closer to balanced action than uh, uh, just a flood of LSU money. And it's pretty clear that today, at least, the wise guys are making a play. Uh, the sharp money's come uh, on the underdog in this one. Uh, do you Did you see that as being the case, uh, Arthur? Yeah, absolutely, Teddy. I think that's a great way to put it. I mean, I would say about a week ago, it was four to one ticket count on LSU. But when I came in this morning, it was looking more two to one LSU. So, you know, six to one, eight to one ticket count on LSU. I think that's totally off. I mean, you know, I can only speak for us, you know, it could be, you know, somewhere else in town, that could be the case. But right now, as we sit, it's about two to one ticket count on LSU, where about a week or two ago, it was four to one. So definitely stuff's coming back in on Clemson. Yeah, that's pretty clear today. Let's talk prop, uh, props and the action that you're seeing uh, for tonight. I'm going to run through a whole bunch of them. Joe Burrow over under 367 and a half yards, over under three and a half touchdowns with the over minus 140. Those are the highest numbers I've ever seen. Trevor Lawrence, 295 and a half is over under two and a half touchdowns, the over minus 155. You got Travis Etienne at over under 94 and a half rushing yards. Clyde Hilari over under 96 and a half rushing yards. Jamar Chase over under 100 and a half receiving yards. That's really high. Justin Jefferson, 98 and a half receiving yards is really high. Justin Ross, 68 and a half receiving yards. T. Higgins, 84 and a half receiving yards. Any of those props getting big action uh, at the link? And any of those props stand out to you as being worthy, perhaps, of a wager? You know, Teddy, I'll say out of all those props, the one we've seen the most action on so far, as far as the over goes, is Lawrence's passing yards. You know, I think people might feel, hey, LSU is going to take a lead. Clemson's going to be down in this game. They're going to have to throw, throw, throw. So, you know, if it's got to be, you know, around 300, might as well take the over. Uh, the one I the one I like, too, which is actually an underplay, is Edwards rushing yards. Um, that seems to be kind of a... A sharp little play, seen some people come in and bet that under. So those are two interesting ones. But I agree, those Burrow props are insane. I mean, you're basically asking the guy to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns again, which, listen, he can do. But those are just incredible numbers to see. <laughs> you know, Arthur, sometimes we ask you who you like in a game. Sometimes we might like to ask, what total do you like? I'm not going to ask either of those. I'm going to make it simple. I just want to know what the final score of the game tonight's going to be. <laughs> oh wow ralph real easy one um you know what I, you know we talked about this on this show i loved ohio state all year but i thought clemson kind of had a dark horse feel to them no one thought about them honestly i like clemson 34 28 i think clemson's gonna do it clemson and under from arthur to caesar i don't disagree with either of your assertions for this evening. Plugs and promos, what's going on down at the link tonight, this week, this month? Give me some love for the Caesars properties. Yeah, absolutely, gentlemen. I mean, tonight, big, obviously, championship game. We're actually going to have some in-game on the game, which, you know, we don't always offer in-game for every game, but obviously national championship game, so 
you know, we'll have our fan caves going. We'll have a lot of people in here, in-game stuff going on. And then, obviously, championship weekend and then Super Bowl coming up. So just come down and check us out at the link, guys. You know, always a good time down here. And for sure, I'm going to be there the Saturday night before Super Bowl, Art. So if we haven't broken bread before then, I hope you're working that night. Although, yeah, you usually work weekends. Uh, just about every weekend. That's one of the joys of this business. Great stuff from Arthur DeCesar at ArtDice21 on Twitter. Any closing thoughts before we let you go, buddy? Nah, guys, just always a pleasure coming on and, you know, go Clemson. <laughs> go Clemson. Sounds like we have an agreement on this one. We'll be back for the home stretch here on Wager Talk after these brief messages. Get on the grid and stay on the grid. Wager Talk. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all. Even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney. Make everybody count. here in the home stretch of Wager Talk on a Monday, a National Championship Monday. 
We're going to talk about our final score predictions in just a minute. But first, I want to make it very clear. All right. The national championship game gets a ton of hype. And it should. It should be a great game tonight. It should be a lot of fun. Ralph and I are going to give you our final scores. And both of us are expecting a great, fun game tonight. That being said, you got to bet with your head, not over it. This is still one game. It's only one game. You want to make a big wager? Make a big wager. You want to make a big wager and throw in a couple props? That's fine. Do not bet 10 units on this game when you've been betting one unit a game all year. Okay? Okay. Uh, it's not a time to triple your wagers. It's not a, a, a time to bet every dollar that every other dollar you have in game. And people go nuts in game tonight as well. If you built a bankroll and made money this football season, you don't have to give it all back the last night. Okay. You're allowed to be in action. You're allowed to have fun. Don't go nuts. And that's, I mean, I don't know how to say it any better than that, Ralph. What about you? Yeah, I agree. You know, Teddy, you talked about building a bankroll and giving it back. It's probably even worse if you built yourself a hole in the championship series and you're trying to get back even. That puts you in even a worse spot. You know, I, I say this to, to all the people that I talk to about betting, Teddy. You have a 19 or 20-year-old kid at quarterback. What happens if your quarterback gets hurt on the first play? Make sure your bet is in the right proportion that if that happens, it doesn't ruin your life, ruin the weekend, ruin how you have to pay your guy if your quarterback gets hurt the first play of the game. So always think about that anytime you're making a bet. That's an excellent point. So it's time for final score prediction. That really is a great point, uh, Ralph. You know, things, strange things can and do happen. Just as anyone that uh, uh, played the uh, Chiefs-Texans uh, game yesterday. Final score predictions. I'm going to call for an LSU win. 28 to 27. I like Clemson plus the points and under. Give me a final score prediction. Clemson 33, LSU 31. Great game. Like I said, I have no problems if LSU wins by one, two, three, uh, because I'm not a fan of dynasties. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. Amen for that, brothers. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang out with Ralph and I. Enjoy the game tonight. Good luck. Stay tuned for At The Window coming up next right here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Stay on the grid.